Hey y'all, it's episode 7, Parental Advisory. Um, it's your girl Naya. It's Lonnie. It's Bree. And it's Nelly. <laughs> Sorry, that was so hard. <laughs> Alright y'all, we're here, we're back, and we're recording late at night, which is unusual for us, so all of the antics... Just be ready for them. It's past everybody bedtime. We didn't work full work week, school weeks. And um, the wine of the night is Stella Rosa, Ruby Rose grapefruit. Ten out of ten. And the liquor is <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Jump right in. Crown Royal Apple. The traditional. Ronnie got her own little personal bottle, y'all. Right? She got the little cute one that you, you put know, in your purse. Just for the just in case. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how we don't know how this episode's gonna go. So just stick with us and we'll see where we go. Mm-hmm. Quick updates, what's going on in everyone's life. As I sip my wine. Um Nelly. Um The next one, the World Series. Hey! Back, 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 back. DC finna go up. Y'all, when I say my house was crazy and it was just being my brother and my father, yeah. that's how crazy it was. We're go-hard baseball fans because my brother is a baseball player. So we have been watching the series and anxious as you know what. <laughs> but that night, history was made and I just feel like I'm ecstatic. And at work, I'd be like screaming and walking in there like, <laughs> the next one, the World Series. And nobody is really from DC in there, so... I really like the only one, but that's that that's been the highlight of my week. Even if you don't watch baseball, if you're from the city, if you're from the DMV, if you're not going hard for the Nats, then just you're not from the DMV. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't even have to be a baseball fan. Like this is the moment where you can be. What do you call it? Uh, um, a bandwagon. Yes, when you can be a bandwagon fan, cause it's it's just necessary. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like if you don't support the city, then whatever. Like from the city, but you know, that's my tidbit. Um, my update. Um, we I had a good anniversary. You know, we it went looks to fun. yes, we went to the getaway house, and which is really cute and a cute way to disconnect. And then we did twenty nine rooms, which is a pop up museum. Um, How was it? I have heard mixed reviews. Mm, so, it was forty something dollars, mm. and mm. I don't think it was worth that. And because they really time you like. It started at Time seven. You. Yeah, it started at seven. Like at nine thirty, you're out of there. Like, oh wow! Mm-hmm. They shut it down because they do it in groups, and you have to wait in line for each exhibit almost because mm-hmm. it's so many people. So it's like you get, and they know people come there pretty much just to take pictures. Mm-hmm. So they let in like a group of like six people at a time, and you get four minutes to four, four minutes. minutes. Yeah, and much. it's twenty. It's literally and twenty-nine I'm you my money exhibits. Right. So. I mean, it was cute. Got some cute pictures out of it. But I like museums and stuff. So for me, I was like, okay, I'm glad I went since it's a pop-up and it won't be here forever. But if you're if that's not your thing, then you wouldn't have wanted mm-hmm. to go. Other than that, same old, same old. Um, updates for me. I just applied for graduation. Yay! Yay. Um, I won't be getting my results until like February, but I'm gonna let y'all know when we get there. Just know I applied. We are in the making, on a mission, almost there. The countdown begins. Right. <laughs> even though I still don't even know the date, but I'm gonna get back to y'all on that. Um, honestly, everything's really just the same for me. I got like a month and a half ish left of school. Hmm. 
and I mm -hmm. am struggling, okay? I'm struggling, but we almost there. I just keep trying to keep in mind, I only got like one more semester left. So other than that, I'm really just trying. Yeah, um, updates for me, um, it's towards the end of the tour. The last show is on Sunday in DC. Um, we just came from Philly and Chicago. Y'all, Chicago was lit. It was lit, lit. Like, like the actual show or the city? The actual show. Okay. Um, we didn't get a chance to like do any sightseeing or anything. Um, but the show was like really lit. I think it was like one of one of our best shows on the tour. Um, but other than that, just been working, dancing, on the go, nonstop. Yeah. Oh wait, I do have an announcement. Uh oh. Oh, you know, no, no, not bad. Good. Um, so the sister project is back. Yay! Yay! Um, so save the day, December twenty second will be our fourth annual bag blessings, um, community service opportunity. So if that's your thing, make sure you keep following me or our page. I'm sure we'll post something about it. Um, so you can come out and serve your community. Last year we fed and clothed four hundred people. So wow. this year we plan to. Take it up a notch. Hopefully we have more people come out and more donations. But yeah, just stay tuned. Listen to the podcast and you'll get more information. That's dope. Yep. Yep, yep. All right. So I kind of have a question. I don't know if it's off topic, but I got it out. Me and Nelly have been talking about it. How do y'all feel about Kanye? Uh, so <laughs> there's been so much conversation behind it. As a believer, I feel like we're very quick to judge. Like we mm. want, we scream, you know, we want to get the word out. We want to bring people to Jesus. We want to do this, we want to do that. But then when we see in front of our eyes, somebody who has literally gone through a life change and is working to be better and has accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and savior, we like, oh no, that's not it. Like that's mm -mm, that's not what we want. That's not who we want in our community. But who are you to judge? Like mm -hmm. that's so crazy to me. So that's my stance about it. like if he is truly safe and genuine about it, I am happy for him. Um, I hope he continues the journey. I hope he gets people behind him who are genuine as well and authentic in their faith. And that's just what it is. And if he's not, then God gonna get him. I mean, that's all I can really say. God will handle it. But do you think that if you do support him and his intentions aren't good, then how do you feel about that? Because I think for me, um, I don't want to say struggling because, like, the man makes good music. I mean, we cannot deny that. Point yeah, yeah, like, yeah. we cannot deny his musical talents. Um, but it's just like some of the things that he just says out his mouth is just and like, oh, you make it so hard to support yeah. you. Like, I don't like tearing down black people in general, especially like not black men. They get torn down enough. So it's like, oh, we want you to win, but you just keep kind of like stabbing us yeah, in the back. You keep almost. putting your foot in your mouth. Yeah. I mean, I think that's where it comes in. Like, you really got to know the word and like you got to know it for yourself before you mm -hmm. listen to somebody like Kanye who has a huge platform and can easily per, you know sway people into believing whatever he's saying so I think it's really like you hear something he say alright go like 
check the Bible or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? Just really know it for yourself and know what is true to be able to know the difference of what he's mm-hmm. saying and what that I'm word actually says. It. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's, you know, touch and go with him. Yeah. I mean, the album's in the library. <laughs> I don't listen to it every day, but it's a couple songs on that. I haven't like, listened to it yet. But I do plan on listening. And I don't think that everything he says is, like, completely bogus. But I also don't think everything he says is completely Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So, he's got a lot of learning to do. I think because he's on such a big platform, people expect so much of him. So, it's like, oh, he's a Christian now, so he should know everything about being a Christian. Like, no, nobody knows everything. Pastors don't know everything about being a Christian and walking a life. So, you can't expect that much of him, especially when he has so much work to do on his journey amen he also been talking about jesus i mean jesus walks yeah. him out so yeah that, i mean that's nothing new. i love that video yeah i mean the song what do y'all yeah. think about kim's statement about you know i mean her so basically she was just like you know so kanye was like i don't like what you're posting like basically like i don't like that you're posting naked pictures blah, 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 blah. which she's been doing and which kanye mm-hmm. brought her into but now that he's on his new journey, he basically was like, I don't like that. And Kim was like, "You, your spiritual journey is not mine. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Because Kim, if you really think about it, that's what she sells. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what Kim is all about. So it's like you can't really take that away from her and expect her to still be the Kim that you know and that you married and that you brought into this, you know, industry or whatever the case may be. So everybody's spiritual walk isn't, somebody else's everybody goes through their own walk of life their own journey of life so i mean i wholeheartedly agree with him like you can't he can't project his spiritual walk onto her you agree with her yeah okay i feel like the hard part about that is because i agree that you should be able to make your own decisions um especially as a grown woman and especially being that y'all was already together when she was doing this but i can also see like the conflict where it's like this is me changing. This is my new views on things. These are the people I want to surround myself with. And now you don't fit into my world. So it's like, mm-hmm. how do you accommodate right. what you are stepping towards and the people aren't stepping the same direction, but y'all are family. Like you have love there. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard to accommodate that. So I don't know. I have no words. Do y'all think Kanye would be wrong if he wanted to leave her? Cause she's not walking in the same direction as him. I think that when you get into a marriage, you are accepting someone fully as they are and any person that they might be. Like, that's supposed mm-hmm. to be your part, your life partner. Mm-hmm. It's not, oh, I love you right now. To love someone unconditionally means to love them under every condition and yep. every condition that they go through. So if she is loving him through this phase, because, I mean, I don't know her religion or anything, but she might not, you know identify with anything so that just had you have to have a mutual respect for each other's journey and each other's lifestyle because i don't think it's right for him to expect for her to change Mm -hmm. because he knew what he was getting himself into that's not i don't want to say that's not the man she married but that's not the person he was when Mm -hmm. they decided to be life partners so if she can love him through that then he needs to love her Mm -hmm. the same way Mm -hmm. everybody changes everybody is a different person from i may be a different person a week from now a month from now tomorrow like everybody changes everybody has their own path and their own um 
time of changing. So it's just a matter of them trying to find a balance within their marriage and saying, hey, I know you're walking on this new path of life. How can we work together as a unit Mm -hmm. in a marriage Mm -hmm. and figure this, you know, thing out? So, But I think that's also her, I don't want to say her lifestyle doesn't affect him, but it just makes me think of, his name is Devon Franklin, Megan Good's husband. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they did an interview together and and I remember someone came for Megan and was like, pretty much, so you need to cover up and and he like completely stood up Mm -hmm. for her and he was like, at the end of the day, that's my wife. She's going to wear what she wants to wear. That has nothing to do with her relationship with God Mm -hmm. and it doesn't. So it's like, if this man who's a pastor, Mm -hmm. like he's through and through a Seventh-day Adventist pastor at that, and they're a lot more strict than Baptist. So it's kind of like, if he can accept Megan and her roles, I mean, she has sex scenes. She had, like, that's mm-hmm. her lifestyle. If he can accept her, I, I don't understand why Kanye feels like mm-hmm. he's he can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. But that stomp out. Play out. That stomp out that he did. He's like a big <laughs> baby. Yeah, Kanye's interesting. To say with Lee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so honesty moment. Yeah. So our honesty moment of this week. Um, the question is, how old were you when you began to have intimate conversations with your parents? Um, so we're just going to read a few comments. Um, the first comment. Let's see who we're going to read first. Um, the first comment is from Remy Martin. I haven't really yet, honestly. I've probably spoken with my mom around age 24 about a few things, but I've never had a detailed conversation about intimacy with either of my parents growing up. My parents always make comments here and there, but we've never really discussed it. How do y'all feel about either one of y'all parents having a conversation with them? Like intimate conversations? Us personally or that comment? It doesn't matter. The comment personally? It it depends on what how you define intimate so like if you think of intimate as sex and all the wild stuff you be doing Mm -hmm. then okay but if you're talking to your parents if you define intimate as like baggage as in like unpacking Mm -hmm. things through your childhood and addressing things that the way your parents might have affected you then I mean I agree I haven't gotten there yet so really? I thought I was expecting to say the complete opposite. No, I don't think I've. I mean, you know how stuff comes up here and there, but mm-hmm. you don't like. I don't. I've never. I don't think I've done a deep dive into like when I was this year, like things that I still remember to this day. You know, you remember moments in your life when you're like, I remember being hurt by mm-hmm. that. Like I've never had that conversation with any either of my parents where it's like, yeah, you really hurt me, or I. That was the time where. I felt like you weren't there for me or I didn't feel safe. Like, I'm not there. But, I mean, we can talk about some fun stuff. Fun stuff? Yeah. Really? I feel like I'm the opposite, kind of. Not the opposite, but I feel like my mom did a really good job of always being very open with me. So, like, I was always able to have the conversations about, like, how I feel and that kind of thing. Um, my dad, not so much. Um, it was actually in high school where she kind of was like, it was just random conversation. She was kind of like, I said something about I didn't remember my dad being mm-hmm. in my childhood kind of. And she was like, cause he wasn't. And it was like, it hit me so hard. And it was, and it, I mean, I knew it, but it was like, she never confirmed that. Mm-hmm. So 
I was like shook from that. And it wasn't like we were having a deep conversation. It was just kind of just like, oh yeah, because he, he was working. He wasn't there. I was like, dang. Like it made me really mm-hmm. think like he really wasn't there for mm-hmm. a lot. Like he was there for stuff, but a lot of stuff he just was not because he was working so much. And I don't blame him for that. Like I understand he had to take care of the household, but yeah. But I've always been able to talk with her my dad not so much um i'll say it but he'll kind of like disregard stuff and be like oh i was the provider and then that, mm-hmm. that kind of mm-hmm. thing so we're working on it but i feel like i can say stuff to him and then he'll be defensive at first but then later he'll come back and like in love and mm-hmm. that kind of thing so mm-hmm. it's in a decent conversation between my parents and i that kind of goes into the next comment and then a question after that um, so the next comment is from I am Pep. I have never and I don't think I will ever have a conversation with my dad about intimacy. It seems odd to me because I'm his daughter, yet I'm grown. So it's kind of weird now at this age. But me and my mom talk and have always talked. The depth of conversation changed as I got older. But it's never been a hush-hush situation with us. So how do you guys feel? Do you think it's a different dynamic speaking to your dad versus your mom? Based yes. on you guys' relationship? Or... I... Mm. I would say for me that, like I said before in the family episode, I am like have recently been building a relationship with my mom um, as of the last few years. So our relationship is more so friend-like. So I do feel very comfortable being like, yeah, this, yeah, that, or whatever the conversation is, I do feel like I can go to her. But I also feel like I can go to my dad, but I always have to give the disclaimer like, all right, I need to talk to you as a friend and not my dad. And he's very good with like disconnecting it. But if we're talking about intimate, of like sexual kind of intimate, I feel like for my dad, it's one of those things that we we like looking at each other and I'm like, I know that you know that I know that we both know, but <laughs> I'm not gonna say nothing about it because it's, it's literally, funny story, the way my family found out that I was sexually active is I remember I was like, towards like a junior in high school, maybe a senior, and I had said something along the lines of like, yeah, you know, I think I need birth control. And my grandma was like, well, you know, why would you need that? Like, are you sexually active? And I was like, well, I have been. Knowing damn well I was. I was like, I have been. So, of course, she had to have the conversation with my dad. And literally, my dad was not having it. He wasn't (laughs) mad at me, but he was just in such shock. Like, I can't believe you're sexually active. Like, well, what do you be doing? And, like, we had a whole conversation. And he was like, oh, so you be doing... He's very, like, bold. So this one time, he was like, oh, you be, you know, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's none of your business. Because I wasn't going to lie about it. But I also was like, I want y'all to know what I'm doing without having to verbally... Mm -hmm spit it out because it's it's like a harsh punch in the yeah. face like when i found out my little brother was i'm like you what <laughs> huh? like as a parent i don't know but if we're talking about the sexual intimate for my dad it's a no-go like he you know i just i don't even want him to imagine anything of me doing anything like that but for my mom i'm like yeah girl because and we can have that conversation but it's definitely a different type of dynamic 
I mean, I'm his baby girl. Like, yeah. what? I don't I like some stuff just don't need to be talked. Yeah, no, about. I don't yeah. think. Like, I don't think me and my dad would ever have yeah, that conversation. Like, it's not like, necessary. No need. Until I pop up with a baby, <laughs> right. and I tell you that you would be a grandfather, we don't need to have. We don't need to acknowledge it. I've already decided how I'm going to tell my dad that I'm pregnant. (laughs) Because I just, I'm so nervous for his reaction. I think I'm just going to be like, hey, grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know me. My mother told me she won't be called grandma. I'm like, what would you? My mother said that Lola? Like, <laughs> what you want to be called? I mean, the, me, there's yeah, there's different names yeah. now. Like, Glamma is big her. now. I was like, Mama. Works for me. I don't even know what my nephew calls my mom. <laughs> I don't I don't he know what. Nothing. He just talks. Yeah, he just talks. Just point. He just, yeah, he just be like, <laughs> just point. But, I mean, as far as, like, intimate conversations, I don't have intimate conversations with either one of my parents. I'll talk to my sister before I talk to my parents mm-hmm. because, like, my sister is one closest to my age, and then two, my sister really doesn't care. Like, if I have a conversation with her, she'll forget about it like the next day. Mm-hmm. So it's like I can literally sit there and vent to her and tell her, like, yeah, I did this with this boy, da 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 da, like in my relationship, or whatever. But like with my mom and my dad, I think it's because like my mom always had like this stigma when I was like younger that like being close with like a guy is just so like yucky and like ill like if I would like if I would watch TV and like it would be like two people like sitting together like one girl sitting on a a guy's lap she'd be like no you don't need to do that you don't need to do that I'm like (laughs) covering the eyes yeah covering the eyes and it's like or she'll switch the channel and it's just like (laughs) honestly it doesn't well it does but it doesn't when I be in the room with my dad and a sex scene come on I be looking I be in my phone like I've never heard Conversation yeah. like yeah because that's when mm-hmm. all you hear is stuff in the background but yeah or you yeah. Know but your face be on face like they act like ain't nothing going on like mm-hmm. you've been watching it's this stuff but you be like but my mom like she'll switch the channel like she'll change <laughs> like she'll just completely change the channel like if a sex scene comes on or even like something that's like close to sex like she'll just change the channel like especially when I was younger because she didn't want me seeing that or being mm-hmm. exposed to it. So it's like now I just don't feel comfortable having no type of intimate conversations <laughs> yeah. with her because I know she's either going to flip out or she's going to have 50 million questions and now I'm not the type of person to be answering questions yeah. here and there. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to say it and you say your piece and that's it. Like, after that, conversation's over. Yeah. It's nothing else mm-hmm. to talk about. I feel like I ain't started watching Power with my parents until like the second oh, I season. Haven't. Because it used to be real awkward at first. I'm, like, I, I'm not watching this with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I used to not even be able to listen to music. Like, all my music on my iPad had to be clean. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't, none, nothing explicit is, like, comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. Like, people that curse in front of their parents, like, oh, yeah. in regular conversation... I don't know. I don't think I would yeah. ever do it. It Sometimes might slip I out. I wish that I could. Just like <laughs> natural stuff. Like I'd be like, damn, or something like that. But I can do that. Right. Yeah, if it's but slip out, if but I'm like naturally talking, nah. I'm not about to be like, oh, f this. But like, if I'm in a conversation and slip out, at first when I started doing it, my dad would give me like the deer and headlights. He wouldn't say anything. <laughs> but he just look at me like are you serious right now? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm dead ass. Like, I'm still talking. <laughs> um, but that made me think of a question because he brought up music. So <laughs> <laughs> growing up, my parents did not filter what I listened to. Like, I was mm. listening to everything. I knew everything. I knew what to say and not to say. 
But I remember birthday sex came out and for birthday sex, I don't think I ever said it. I used to just be like, birthday. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I remember this one time, this is the only time I ever remember being like punished or hit or something. <laughs> Sis, I'm in the front seat chilling what's that song she's like sex so good do you remember <laughs> okay look i don't know what came over me i was really feeling myself i said some sex so pow smack my mouth so hard i remember just being in shock like what what are you like you don't need to be saying that but it was so chill the way he did it but the the pop in my mouth literally after that i the word sex never came out of my mouth have you ever been all. in trouble for singing songs? No, girl. I grew up mm. listening to gospel. <laughs> <laughs> we played gospel only in my car, in my mother's car, and then my father listened to talk radio. So, uh, see, that yeah. was not for me him. and my sister got in trouble for, um, and we do not support R. Kelly anymore. Um, we do not. <laughs> disclaimer. But, disclaimer. Um, but we are singing. My mind's telling me no, but my body's <laughs> telling me yes. And I just remember we was in the kitchen, like, and I don't think my dad even meant for it to play, but he didn't realize it was playing until we were singing it. He was like, why do y'all know all the words to that song? And it was just so, every time that song come on, I, that like that's always what it has made me think of. I, was like, Ooh. I think what's funny, too, is when parents used to be like, Y'all don't even know what they talking about or you know, you don't even know what they're saying. I'm like, obviously I do. <laughs> and then when I got older, songs really was hitting me different. Oh, I'm like, yes. yo, I really didn't know what was right. going on. Like we this were song like, is like nasty. We at the middle school. Dance. Yes, diving, talking about diving song. and yeah, shocking and that whole Chase Songs album we shouldn't have been yeah. saying. Yes. It's a lot of stuff we should Yeah, have been neighbors know my name. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. 2012, <laughs> y'all know 2012 by Chris Brown? Chris Brown like, songs. Deep Down in the Ocean, mm-hmm. something like that. I'm really singing my heart out. Got old, I'm like, oh my God, this no. is dirty. I think I was like nine or 10. I don't know, but when y'all remember the Take You Down video and Chris Brown was on the oh, thing, I was at yes. the concert, like I went to that concert I'm where he did that. No, but my dad and mom got it for my sister and I for, but this was, remember Chris Brown was 16 and he just did a oh, random yeah. switch to grown and sexy. He was, yeah, Chris Brown went from popping, give me that, to take uh-huh. me down. Beating. Yeah, so. Uh-huh. Oh my God, it was I used like, to love that. But it, it was awkward because it's like, you know, you want to see, we love Chris Brown, <laughs> but then at the same time, it's like, you're at the concert with your mom and dad. So question, that was music, but since we're all dancers, what about dancing? Like, mm. I remember getting in trouble <laughs> when I was little. Like, my cousins used to be like, you're going to grow up and be a stripper. This is not um, okay. Wow. Like, I used to really be pop, pop, pop. Like, I all the way no, down there, splits, a... everything. I was wild to the point where they would tell me that so much that I literally stopped dancing for a good <laughs> few years. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to grow up and be a stripper, and I just can't do it. Oh and God. now, like, I don't know. I just feel like music wasn't a thing, but the way I was dancing, my mom used to be like, hey, Kelly. <laughs> hey. I'm like, pop, pop, getting it on. And then my grandma would be like, oh, no. Sit your, Sit your ass down. Mm-hmm. This is not here. Um, I don't know. As far as dancing, because I started dancing in the church, so like I uh, did liturgical dance. So it was, it was like liturgical dance. Yeah, liturgical with the mock nets and the all white yeah. and the all mm-hmm. like that was just Let me. me. Tell you how many garments I got in my okay? Closet. Listen, I mean, so we did that, but I I also got I got into big trouble dancing. Hey. Um, but it, see, okay, it was my fault because I partake, but I didn't post it on the internet. Let's clear it up. So. 
um, my cousin and I had made a clapping video. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! To know me, Yay. know me. That was the way back then. Yeah. Clapping oh video. So, but mind you, so it I works. at the time I didn't have a MySpace. And she had a MySpace, so she was like, I'm just going to post it for, like, two or three days, and I'm going to take it down. Come on. No, no, we got caught before she took it down. <laughs> oh. she, this girl gets her phone. She got her phone taken um, by my aunt. Like, she got in trouble. And a boy texted her and was like, oh, Ooh, your booty looking. It sounded like your booty looking real good in that video you posted <laughs> or something like that. So my aunt sees that text message, and, of course, she, like, goes and looks. And then from there, like, all, we just, it goes downhill because she's, oh she, so gosh. she called me first. She was like, I was so disappointed in you. And I'm like, please don't tell my dad. Like, <laughs> I just, I'll accept whatever consequences. And of course she had to tell him. Mm. And that was like, that's probably one of the first like big times I got in trouble. Really? That's so I think I would die. If my parents found my twerk video, <laughs> let me tell you something. Sleepovers. I, I wasn't even involved in. I remember in middle school we had this party this african girl y'all know african parents is wow so they didn't care what in the world was going on in their basement so we had this big party everybody came and it was oc like people was yeah down. like it was jean prints on the remember those the jean, jean prints on the wall yeah it was nasty it was just a real nasty party and i wasn't involved in any of that but allegedly, called, that's no, what I, allegedly. This is what she I said. was not involved. I would tell y'all if I was, but I wasn't. <laughs> um, and so apparently, parents got called and da 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 da. And of course, my one of my best friends' mother called my mom and just told her what happened in the party. And somehow I got in trouble for something I didn't even do. I was like, "Excuse you, I wasn't even doing none of that." Nancy guilty stuff. by association. I remember Man, that party. None of my business. Party. I went to so many parties. I should uh-huh. not have. Literally. <laughs> 10th grade was the best year and everybody had a sweet 16 and it was always a twerk fest like it was <laughs> looking back on it looking back on it I'm like those parties were so nasty like you really right. just like Ooh, hopped wow. around to do a little cool. you know what that I'm saying was, that's when it was clapping it wasn't yeah, it wasn't twerking yeah, it, it was, was clapping. clapping it was clapping, it was clapping, clapping down at the CFP. <laughs> You know what did it for me was when Body Party came out. Body Party, look, I had never, this is when we're going to get a little deep into it, but... I had never like had the type of feeling of horny. Like people are like, oh, I'm horny. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Like I'm not even like really messing with boys in middle school. I'm like, oh my god, y'all are doing too much cooties, whatever. And then <laughs> something happened in high school, and Body Party came out, and literally me and my small little group of friends was all like, what is this feeling? Like why are we liking this song so much? And then it was all the twerk parties, and every single time that came on, oh my god, I hope nobody listened to this. 
Um, every single time the song came on, it was like the whole world would kind of stop. <laughs> oh, oh my god! One of them club scenes. Boys would be sitting down. Uh-huh. Some people laying down. People like, all right, hold me, hold me, hold me. We preparing ourselves, getting our hair. Yeah. Right. I was like, the this ponytail. is so. No, listen, nasty. you had to walk in with hair ties on your wrist. No, you really did. People really was time. giving chair dances yeah. at 13, 14, wow. right? Yeah. But like, <laughs> really doing it. But like, Me. really doing it. <laughs> yes, like. Guilty. <laughs> me, <laughs> me. See, I, I will say though, I was never one of those girls. Like I, even when if I wasn't in a relationship, don't touch me while I'm dancing. Mm-hmm. Like I genuinely be wanting to dance just to have fun. Like I want to dance on my girlfriends. Yeah. Like don't, don't <laughs> my touch girlfriends. me. Yes, I do. <laughs> like I just want to have fun. Just that's how I am now. Mm-hmm. But back in high school, I was like, oh party, party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for me, it was always. <laughs> It was always the same, like, people that, like, you might not go to my school, but I know you go to this school, and, like, mm-hmm. we all on Twitter. We gonna catch a number afterwards. Like, I need, you know, I was yeah. single in high school, so yeah. I really was like, oh, yeah, we'll oh this my song. Right. But what used to kill me is when boys would, like, grab you, and you really didn't want to dance with them. You'd be like, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And you run somewhere else. We you dance to and they walk out. so many ways to get away from <laughs> it. That yeah. really was strategy. Yeah. Yes. It was like, all right, you... Watch me, you do this, do this, so I don't have to get stuck with that. Or girl. you got a forward line, deep twerk yep. line. You got a four person twerk yep. line, and just the person at the back just got to hold yep. down for yes. it. Or have you ever been like twerking on a boy, and then like you just get tired and you don't want to do it no yes. more? Yes. They just be like, they don't try to, you be trying to they gradually get, get up, yeah. you be like, right. or become your knees right. and not your back, and you just sitting there, just like, okay, <laughs> bouncing yeah. up and down. That was guilty, <laughs> bro. They even pull you when you're not dancing. Like, uh-huh. But I will tell you, I feel like twerk twerk nights, as I'm gonna call them, uh, clapping nights, nights. whatever. I feel like that was like my first experience of being like intimacy with somebody else. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, like they holding my hips. Nobody ever touched my (laughs) hips before. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to really love them. Now I'm reminiscing. But no, Mm -hmm. we used to have. Fun because we weren't drinking and stuff mm-hmm. yet then, but Which we was high off like yeah. we, we were just lit and just dancing and twerking nothing because it wasn't nothing, nothing there. barely nothing there now. Well, I don't know something <laughs> who had a booty. Some. Some. <laughs> I'm that girl. I'll select a chosen few. <laughs> right. A chosen few. It wasn't me. Yeah, I, I just got mine. Me. Hello. <laughs> All right, we just we just now getting some. We I was just now working back. with some. <laughs> you would just have rhythm. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you have rhythm, unlike some people. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, so since okay. since we're doing like reminiscing and stuff, when when was y'all first kiss? Sixth Ooh, grade. That's a good question. I was old. <laughs> I was. That's a good question. Oh. I had to be like 16. Oh my God. My first real kiss was fifth grade. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, my, mine was six. Uh, yeah. And I remember who it was with. I remember the name. Yeah. We, we didn't all do that. middle school. We're not going to do that. I'm over here thinking <laughs> hard as, you know what? Um, I want to say my first kiss was in eighth grade, but I don't really know if I would count it as a kiss because it really wasn't a real kiss. What would you define as a real kiss? Like, you know, you real into it. It like, wasn't a French kiss. It was, a French. Um, <laughs> it was like one of those like little pecks. Mm-hmm. You know how when you first kiss, you don't really know like how to kiss. Back and back. then you kind of like, oh, is, this, is this right? Is this right? I, um, I guess it's my first kiss, but my real first kiss was in night free. 
Wow. I'm <laughs> never mind. Really, like, I don't even, I'm not going to spill too much tea, but. I mean, my first French kiss was sixth grade. Mine was seventh. Okay. What? What in the no world? Girl. This is terrible. <laughs> Don't listen, Grandma. My memory is horrible. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember any of the pivotal, pivotal moments in my life. At what age, though, is it like okay for this conversation for your parents to know you're first? Honestly, I feel like now. I mean, I you can't. The sooner you catch it, though, like the easier yeah. it is to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, like my mom knows, but my dad doesn't. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, um, 17 years ago, I remember when I. <laughs> If it That's what happened. <laughs> if it comes up in conversation, I mean, I wouldn't be like, oh, my dad's listening. Let me not say it. Because at this point, it already happened right. and I'm grown now. So what can you do? But I wouldn't just openly be like, yeah, I was in the kitchen and everybody was like, kiss. So we did it. Like, no, I'm not going to just openly, randomly say that. Um, but I was going to ask y'all, was your kiss? Because, you know, in school, when you going out with somebody, at least that's what we would say. Like, that's not your boyfriend. Like, oh, they going out. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when I was going out with people, anytime, like, we were about to do something, it was always peer pressure. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, hug her, hug her, hug her. Mm-hmm. And then we would hug or, like, give it, like, all of mine started with peer pressure. Absolutely. Yeah. Peer pressure. Absolutely. Okay. Um, are we talking about just, like, kiss in general? Or, uh, like... My first relationship was peer pressure. Like the whole relationship. Wow. No, like, I think it so. was just because people wanted us to be. Yeah, together. like y'all would be so cute. Y'all are cute together. Yeah, people see you walking down the hall and be like, we were just like, "Y'all are so cute," and we were like genuine friends, and so we was all together anyway. So it was oh, like, oh, I, I can remember that type of thing. That's definitely like my first. <laughs> a lot of my relationships so like it's just like people say like you know when people say that you. I mean, it wasn't everyone else's decision, but it played a big part in mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't. My first like kiss boyfriend ish wasn't. I don't think it was peer pressure because like I was in the eighth grade, he was in the ninth grade, so we went to two different schools. We just literally oh, lived wow. down the street from each oh. other in the neighborhood. Yeah, so you was just trying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, no. I don't I think that was the case. Like Second of all, he wasn't even he wasn't even cute. So I don't even know mm. what I was thinking. Yeah. I think it's just the fact that it was just convenience. Like I literally lived at this house. He literally lived five houses down so it was like when we both got home from school we was like oh we can see each other all night I we can walk around the neighborhood with meet each you other at the park. hold hands meet us at the park meet you at the right y'all but, ever think back about like people you talk to or had crushes and be like what in yes, the abs- world absolutely especially at this <laughs> age now. when you see yeah. what they turn into absolutely yeah Ugh, this one boy or called they... me caramel one time and Ugh. i look at him now and i'm like i didn't he even like caramel no he called me. <laughs> he wrote me a poem he wrote me a poem and called me caramel and i thought it was so cute but at the time i didn't even like caramel so i feel like now i'm a little insulted because wow. one he's ugly now yeah. two like i'm in a relationship like oh <laughs> <laughs> i hope you don't listen to this oh he won't play um dang what's the sport um rugby lacrosse he played lacrosse and he gave me a lacrosse ball and signed it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a gift. Wait, wait, wait. He drew like, artwork on the lacrosse oh. ball and like signed it and everything. He was like, when was this? This was take my ball. <laughs> That's too much. Okay, we'll have a conversation yeah. offline. <laughs> offline. No, I just feel like at some age, 
you gotta let those eighth grade, seventh grade relationships go. Ninth grade, like they, you they have to let them go. Anymore. They don't like once don't I count. get in an established relationship, it doesn't shoot count. For the high school <laughs> like they know for real because like don't be still popping up in my Instagram like it stuff and like for me. Um, I went through a thing last year where I just, like, unfollowed a lot of just, like, I felt like toxic accounts. Like, why do I need to, I don't need to see what you're up to. And, wow. Yeah, like, I did that. And I'm now I'm just like, why are you coming back? Like, wow. no, don't unfollow me and follow me because I'm not following you back. Like, <laughs> I was literally just in a situation like that in July. <laughs> <laughs> in just not even, like, two years ago, in July of 2019, guys. That's what I'm saying. Like, they be July of 2019. And I'm not, that's all I want to say. That's all What's the, that's it. Have y'all ever had a crazy boy experience? Like, you know how people say, like, crazy girls, like, girls July. be crazy. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. What July. What does anybody feel like sharing? Define like, exactly what you So, okay, in seventh grade, and if my dad listens to this, he's going to be like, why didn't you tell me? But in seventh grade, I was, I was dating quotation marks this boy in the eighth grade and i broke up with him and he told me he was gonna put me in a body bag and i was <laughs> really sorry, scared i was no funny. it's not funny but i was in seventh grade and <laughs> i was like, scared what? for my life like it was a thing because that i broke up with him and like i literally used to like look over my shoulder like it okay i've never encountered that kind yeah, of i no. have something that it's not that serious but it was kind of serious so I was a little rebellious back in the day. You would never know, but I used to really just do risky stuff. Wow, I can't even talk. Risky stuff. And I was talking to this older boy. Um, we never got like far or anything, but like it was a thing where like every single time I saw him, like we would kiss, like we acted <laughs> like we were together. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. I'm trying to be transparent. So, <laughs> anyways. We acted as if we were in a relationship, but he was, like, much older than me. I'm not going to say the age or anything, but he was much older than me where he knew exactly where he was doing, and I was impressionable. Mm-hmm. And it started to get to a point where, like, he would get controlling about... Because I was... Whoa. I almost spilled the tea. I was... Well, I guess not. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. I was best friends with his <laughs> sister at the time, so I was always at the house. So, like... She was cool with it. She thought it was, like, the coolest thing ever. And I obviously didn't know any better. And so he started to get really controlling, like, well, why are you talking to this person? Or you should be, you know what I mean? And I was like, oh, my God, this is a grown-ass man. Like, really worried about what I'm doing. Like, I really was terrified where, like, luckily me and her stopped being friends. So I had, like, stopped seeing him. But I would see him and literally be like, oh, my God, hi, bye. Mm-hmm. And, like, run away. Because I'm like, this could have gotten really deep yeah. where he... It was like convenience. Yeah. Mm. Have you ever snuck anybody into your house, into your parents' house? No. No. Really? I have snuck into people's parents' house, but not mine. I wasn't that rebellious. Mm -mm. I did, and I I was scared (laughs) for my like scared for my life. Like I would have got my life taken. (laughs) Oh, so would I. Like it was. I was trying to time that baby. Like it wasn't nothing. Like I was trying to get everything down to a T. Um. I snuck someone in. Well, it was my it's my boyfriend now. So like, <laughs> I mean, but like we I, when we first started dating, I wasn't grown yet. So it was the, him, and then before that, me and um, <laughs> not inside the house, but like just in the back of the house, which was still teetering on a very tricky. Like, don't be having people around your parents' mm-hmm. house. But it was like me, one of my friends from middle school, 
and like it was like a group of people that we were just like hanging out in my backyard I'm doing things we weren't supposed to be doing she won't talk about it but I hope my brother sneaks in my own house and I'm you oh, yeah. She helped. Oh. So you can know. No, yeah, she said she helped. Oh, yeah, help. Oh, I was like, I thought you said hope. I was like, yeah. No, no. I would help my siblings. I didn't even like that girl either. I told her to send her out the window. Oh my god! But he didn't want to do that way. So. Oh, see, I was never. I could never do that. Like my parents in the house, or like you know, people, uh, some people uh, do we that. All there. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. That's I was like, he at work, mm-hmm. like, and I knew Mm-mm. that he wasn't home, or he had I'm a couple hours. I'm pretty sure hours. one of them knew, but they never said nothing. See, my house was not the type. The house that I lived in at the time was not the type of house where I would like bring people over because no one came to my house. I was always at their house, but mm-hmm. my friends for sure. We'd be like all right, parents going upstairs to go to sleep. All right, y'all can come in. And we really just in the basement chilling. Or when I started actually talking to my boyfriend now, like he would sneak me into his house, but I wasn't bringing nobody in my grandma's house. Like what, what do y'all <laughs> like? Like, like, always, like? It's just a respect thing. Like I'm not about to yeah. bring nobody in my mother's Oh, why are y'all respectful? <laughs> I'm so, I'm irritatingly respectful though. Like I tell my mother I wouldn't get no more tattoos until I move out. Cause that's how she, like much she feels about tattoos, oh, but she don't okay. like them. Oh, so wow. I literally like I'm irritated that I said that now, but you know, <laughs> whatever. Better than me. Well, I ain't got the issue now. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just had to wait till I was 18 and I could sign the papers on my own. But oh, I get. I don't know if he knows this now, but I actually got my first tattoo when I was 16 <laughs> at a tattoo convention, and. The, and it's like it's like he, somewhere he would never see because I mean it's my dad mm-hmm. but um, yeah I didn't get my first like big tattoo that I was like look I got a tattoo mm-hmm. until I turned 18 I want another one I do too it's just this money and so me deciding <clears throat> I really want my day. I want a, like a half sleep but I'm too scared when was your first tattoo? my first tattoo? Mm-hmm. when was it? Yeah, I was 18 yeah, I was, I was 19 because once I could pay for it, it wasn't really an issue. Yes, mm-hmm. And my dad was like, because my dad's low-key a monk. So when I walked in there, he was like, why would you do that to your body? I'm like, first of all, this joint ain't even like two inches long. And you can't even see it unless I lift my hand up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't, I'm waiting to see what he says about oh, my next right. one. No, see, my first, for a first, my, ta- my, is my thigh piece. So that was my first tattoo. And I was like, that's huge. It should not have come down that far down your leg. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it's, I mean, it's a big piece for a first tattoo, but hey. Yeah, hey, you go mm-hmm. big or go home. Right? What, um, what's something that you did when you were younger that you should not have gotten away like you was just out of line you you knew better but hey oh um i was a pretty good kid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you a lie you, i know you got something <laughs> over there i don't know if i got something i'm gonna have to think yeah i don't think i have anything <laughs> <laughs> i feel like for me it's not there's like plenty of specific instances but like I said, I had a little reckless stage where I was like out partying and like I would come home lit and I'm like, I know y'all know I'm lit. Mm-hmm. Or I have this one story. Okay, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to share it. Well, I don't know if I should because if my grandma listens, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
should I you do say, it? I feel like you say this every episode. Right. I don't know why you just don't ask her if she listens. She doesn't. She doesn't even know she has podcasts. We'll but see. I don't want somebody else to listen and then tell her. But okay, so. Mm. <clears throat> it's out now. Okay, it's out. Whatever. I'm just going to keep it very <laughs> uh, censored. So there's one time I had went to my neighbor's house and we had um, smoked. Okay. I'm not going to say what, but we smoked. Okay. Um, y'all what? probably know what I'm talking about. Smoking. Wait a second. Oh, I guess that sounds worse, right? right? Okay, we, we got high. Wait we a second. We got, we got high, okay. <laughs> but anyway, so I had told my grandma I was like going down to a party or something. And so um, when I came home, I knew my dad was out. And I was like, I mean, I've done this before. I'll be fine when I go to sleep. Like my eyes don't get red. I'm chilling. So Naya gets in the house, check myself in the mirror. I'm like, all right, I'm great. Go to my bedroom. As soon as I get in my room, she texts me like, come here. So I'm like, oh, all right, get yourself together. Let me get serious real quick. So I go to her door and I open it. And the first thing she says is, have you been smoking? I was like, what? What are you talking about? And I made up this whole elaborate story about, you know, I don't understand why people have to do that just to have fun. Like, it's so annoying. But literally went in. And she was really listening to me. So when I went to sleep, she texted me this long thing. It's like, I'm so proud of you for <laughs> not doing it, bro. I felt so guilty. And I know that she knew. And I knew she should have said something. But I guess she was like, I'm going to just let her dig this hole. Because she'll feel guilty about it. I didn't do that. I didn't do it again. I really didn't. At least come home and do that uh-huh. again. But I literally felt so bad. How were you? This is high school. So this is like not too long ago. Maybe like mm, 16 15 maybe okay so not too crazy but i like i said i had a reckless period and i would just come home lit and i'm like i know y'all know like punish me or something i didn't want to be punished but like punish me. <laughs> just i know that i'm not that slick but i never got in trouble for was anything. that like the time when you first like started so first time you smoked first time you like had a drink like that's all the same what you mean first time you had a drink first you time asked? you had like first time you because you said that was the first time you smoked right no oh no but you know like i said i'm not gonna get too deep into it because people be listening but i just had a reckless you know yeah i mean i didn't have any reckless doings when i was younger but i did get caught smoking when i was in college because like okay so i was coming home from practice and i had like this roach in my (laughs) in my car and I didn't want to sit there overnight, so I was like, because you had a roach. No, but <laughs> <laughs> so I had the roach. It was in a Ziploc bag and like a little compartment in my car. And I was like, well, I might as well smoke in, like tonight and then just go to sleep. So like, I don't. Y'all know where my house is. Like, well, was. Um, <laughs> this is oh. the story. But it was in a cul-de-sac, and then it was like a pond, like at the end of the cul-de-sac. So I was like, well, let me just park my car down the street and let me just walk down to the to the pond or whatever smoke this roach real quick mind you it was like 10 30 at night by this time my mom should be in the bed like getting ready you know to go to sleep so i'm walking down to the pond you know i sparked it like you know twice hit it twice then she apparently she's looking out the window so she called me she's like what you doing down in the cul-de-sac? Oh. I said, um, I was just walking around, you know, I just needed to clear my head before I came and out. She was like, well, why is your car parked down the street? Why was the car parked down the street? <laughs> so I'm like, first of all, why are you even looking out the window at this time of night? So I walk in the house and she texts me. She's like, 
the same thing your grandma did. She was like, come here. So, mind you, I'm high. Like, I'm high as shit. They be like, knowing. <laughs> high. So, eyes were and everything. So, so, I walk into her room and she's like, so what were you doing down there? And I was like, well, I was just, like I said, I was just walking around, like, trying to clear my Guilty. head. And then, like, this whole time, I'm like, dog, I'm too high for this. Like, <laughs> I don't want time to be making up a story. She was like, so you was just walking around 10 o'clock at night? And I was like, to tell you the truth, I, I was smoking. Like, I just, I just let it all out. I was just like, I was smoking. Like, she was like, what? You smoke? And I was like, yeah, like, I just had, you know, like, a J in my car. And I just, I just wanted to smoke. Like, I, just, I was just smoking. And she was like, I'm so disappointed. And then she was like, I never want, want you to do it again. And then literally the next day, she called me when I got back to school. She called me and was like, I hope you're not smoking. <laughs> They like everything so far. So yeah. far. She thought I was going to turn into a crack addict. Like, she thought I was going to try hard drugs. Like, come on now. I get it can go there, but come on. You know me. That's just right. So, speaking of being caught, have y'all ever been caught? Um, why you take that deep breath? <laughs> have you ever been caught, like, having sex? Or yep. Not? Ooh. Mm-hmm. So, three no's and a yes. Care to... Elaborate. Yeah. Um. It wasn't called by anybody important, but um. So me and my ex, we went out to, on a date, whatever. And this was like at the beginning of our relationship when we used to like have sex in the car all the time. We used to make them little pit stops after dates. <laughs> oh so, my God. so we was in Woo. um. We was actually in Crofton, and we found like this little parking lot, like narrow office building. So we was like, all right, let's pull over over here. So we got, we was in the back seat, you know, doing what it do. And <laughs> the windows were fogged up, right? So then next thing we know, we see like flashing lights, like them little security yellow lights. So we turned around, mind you, y'all, I didn't have nothing on. Butterball. <laughs> Butterball, like up in the air, like. <gasps> so the security guard comes and knocks on the window. <laughs> So me and him look and we're like, okay. So he had to literally get out. Like he had to put on like his little shorts or whatever. He had to get out. Mind you, I'm in the back seat trying to find all my clothes. And he didn't close the car the car door. So you know when you open the car door, like all the lights in the car are mm-hmm. on. So like I'm literally in the back seat, like crunching under like the seat, and I'm like, oh my god, where are my clothes? And then the security guy's like, y'all don't need to be over here. Like, is that your girlfriend? He was like, yeah, that's my girlfriend. Like we're gonna hurry up and leave. And he was like, well, I have to write you guys up. So he literally hurried him and hopped in the driver's seat. Mind you, I'm literally still in the back. No seatbelt on. And he's like skirting, <laughs> curving around the around the daggone corners. And I'm just in the back, like butterballs, just like rocking side to side. Like were the seats leather. No. Okay, that helps. No. <laughs> it makes the it, seats were clogged, but like that really my heart was being so fast, like y'all, I thought I was like gonna get locked up. That's thought, an embarrassing I'm thing to crying. get locked up for. I it really That's is. Embarrassing. I was so embarrassed. And mm-hmm. on top of that, I couldn't find none of my clothes. If, I was so. going to say, if they petty, they'll take you without your clothes. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> find none of my clothes. you in a bare minimum and take you in. <laughs> I couldn't find none of my clothes in the backseat, just tossing side to side. They boxes. <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm the only one that got caught. Yeah. I'm too slick. Right. I was slick and slack. I got caught. Ew, no, I got slick and slack. <laughs> <laughs> I was, whew, I, I was too scared to get, I was, no, for real, like, I used to, like, 
plot out. Like, y'all think I, I'm a planner now, girl. I, I've been a planner ever since. You gotta have a plan for these things. If this happens, all right, where you gonna go? Where you, where we gonna go? I always had a plan and a plan B. I was like, I ain't getting caught up <laughs> in none of this. When did y'all have y'all first drink and, like... What you mean by drink? Like, like my first taste or my first time trying to get, like, lit? Um, ew. Mm. My first freshman year of high school. I want to say mine was when I was 18. What? After what? I graduated. I don't even want to answer right, right now. Right. Oh, my God. Right. 18? That's the that's the one time I can remember, and that was the first time I had a drink, and the first time I got like messed up. Oh, so it was all in one. It was all in one. See, my first like drink was like making me feel bad. Is that really a bad child? Okay. I no. might be here with you. Right. I'm waiting for the yeah, answer. This is a little rebellion. But my grades were good, always <laughs> so good. So maybe right. I just, that's all that like, matters, right? Yeah, like a good balance. Life a little bit more than we did. My first time <laughs> drinking was seventh grade. Mine was six. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but when's the first time you got like drunk? Um. Probably like eighth. Yeah. Okay. Nine. So yeah. mine was the last day of eighth grade, and I, I remember the whole story until I blacked out. But other oh, than yeah. that, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I was really real drunk though. Like you know how you be fake drunk, mm-hmm. how you just be, like, you know, because when you don't know what drunk is, like you really. You just like, I'm drunk. I'm so drunk. Yeah. Like you just like. Ah. Naya was drunk. Tea lit everything. I no, was, I remember yeah. my first time getting like way like beyond, and I was miserable. Like mm-hmm. it was a because okay, I, I can tell the story. So it was a New Year's Eve party at a hotel, and my friend was hosting it. So like my dad was fine with me going because you mm-hmm. both of my parents were like, oh yeah, you're with her all the time. If they only knew, mm-hmm. we had edibles, oh. we jello shot, yeah. I, I don't even this was like this was like 10th grade year though like mm-hmm. so I mean that's like the age where you really start you know, mm-hmm. experimenting and I didn't know at the time that you shouldn't mix those combine those things together or that you shouldn't even eat a whole edible at one time oh, so no. yeah I was like st- like that was after that I, I like was like okay let me just slow down a little bit because I literally could have thoughts but I like felt like I couldn't talk like I couldn't mm-hmm. like communicate it was just miserable I just felt stuck I was like oh I don't know how mm-hmm. people do this every day every weekend edibles are torture like yeah, I, I like them though in moderation oh, no, if you edibles. take too much you're gonna be miserable That's like it's saying. no out of the it. only like, way no... I would take an edible and I literally just took one Sunday but only because my cousin grows it in uh, Spokane or whatever and mm-hmm. he was visiting and he could tell me like it's ten milligrams of this. This is the effect that's gonna it's gonna have on you, whatever. And I took that thing and I I was I was great. You know that's what I'm saying. saying? Like, I I would prefer yeah. an edible than to smoke. No, I prefer to smoke than mm-hmm. edible. It depends. I don't smoke uh-uh. anymore. Edibles, so I'd be miserable. No, I if you if it, I it's because like, it's not the right it stuff. It's not the right stuff. Yeah. Like people really just be mixing whatever they want yeah. and then giving it to you. Like yeah, here's an edible. But if you mm-hmm. try like something where it's like. Like over there, they really do it recreationally because mm-hmm. it's legal. It's so yeah. they, yeah. So like, he literally was like, "It's gonna make you talk," 
and I took it, and about an hour later, I'm like, you know what song is in my head? <laughs> like, I really, and it was, it, I feel like when you get high or, like, when you drink, like, you wait for that, like, high mm. to happen, and then you kind of wait to see, okay, is it going to go more? Did I do too much? Like, did I, you know what I'm saying? And that was, like, a perfect balance. I was scared that it was going to go onto something else, but mm. I was fine. I feel like edibles... It's dangerous. The ones in Canada was the truth. When I tell you, <laughs> I never had edibles that good. And I mean good as in quality, price, like taste. the way they made you feel. Yeah, taste, everything. Um, Canada got it. That's the only reason I would go back. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, hey, what you gotta do? It was good. Man, my mother used to warn me about weed. <laughs> she was like, I tried it once and it just wasn't for me. You know they call it reefer. My parents call it reefer. My, my dad calls it hot. reefer. Hot. I'm like, why are you opening your mouth like that? Hot. hot. <laughs> yeah, they call it reefer. Did y'all parents? One year, I was like, never again. Did y'all yeah. parents talk to y'all about like drugs and stuff growing up? Absolutely. Well, not growing up, but like before college. Uh, no. I feel like. Um, the conversation just never happened (laughs) like my dad doesn't drink my grandma don't drink my uncle drinks from time to time but in my household in my household there was no alcohol and then none of them smoke my Mm -hmm. mom don't smoke she may drink from time to time but it was just not accessible and I felt like they just not that they didn't care to not have the conversation but because I was such a good kid it was just kind of like well you already know you're not supposed to do it so I don't yeah, know. Just my wondering. mother was wide open. She used to be like, "This what you gonna see? This is what I did. You could try it if you want to, and I'll be here when you get back." Like that mm. kind of thing. But uh-huh. my father was not a drinker, but he drank. And then I think my mother just got to a point where she was fed up, and she was like, "You either gonna drink or you gonna get out." Like that kind of thing, an ultimatum, and he stopped. It was just random, and I remember. Uh, drinking him and I remember a uh, non-drinking him. My dad didn't drink while we were growing up like I just literally last weekend no that's not the first so the first time I ever even like took a shot with my dad was before I left for college um so before I went to Towson and then the first time I got lit 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 with my dad like he had to all right make sure y'all get home safe mm-hmm. um was last weekend and it was like <laughs> yeah no that's what I'm saying it was like shots like mm-hmm. we was up to it down to it <laughs> I would love to drink with my dad but he's not gonna do it when he found out that I was drinking in high school he did the whole like oh I'm gonna make you drink a whole bottle of uh, Jack, like, so you can My really know. Used to tell and me, he like, was like, 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 if you ain't drinking Grey Goose, then you don't need to be drinking. I'm yeah. like, who can afford that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and he was like, well, we're gonna drink it together or whatever, because I want you to know what it feels like. And in my head, I'm like, sir, I've been doing this for a while, and right. I probably will outdrink you. So at this point, I mean, of course, I didn't say anything, but right. I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. See, me and my dad are the same when we're. But yeah, mm-hmm. like our personalities are the same. Like I just when I'm I just want to dance mm-hmm. and have fun and like my mom, she I I think it's just because she don't really do it a lot. But literally for my birthday, we went to this drag brunch. They give us one mimosa. Cool, we take the mimosa. Then the Jello shots was one dollar. So we just had them, you know, keep coming. She was on her Jello shot literally the whole entire brunch and was like, "Oh my god, yes!" <laughs> I'm like, "Mother, no, that's this my mom is not. She is not. A, I can't even yeah. get her to enjoy a glass of wine with me. Mm-mm. See, my, my mom's mom a wine, wine drinker. Yeah. She will say, say. she's like, "I'm about to go get me some wine. Y'all make me crazy, but she won't actually do it." 
Yeah, my mom is like wine, like a glass of a glass of two a day keeps mm-hmm. the stress away, kind of. I that feel is, like, that. <laughs> Me too. I really do. Listen, beer is gross. Yeah, my dad. That's what my father does. Beer. He don't really. Do I don't care which way you flip it. Beer, beer is, is nasty. nasty. It's so nasty. Yeah, my dad, he, he drinks beer. He used to drink non-alcoholic beer because he just liked the taste of beer. I ain't even but know that. There's some Budweiser in my refrigerator. I'm trying to figure out who's it is. <laughs> Maybe they got it from an event or something. I don't, I don't think it's his, though, because I don't know nobody else. Would. My brother used to be... I think my brother was an alcoholic, like a functioning alcoholic. We would come home, and he'd be laid out on his bedroom floor. Floor? In his room, he'd be laid out. And my mother used to be pissed. She used to be... I remember, oh my gosh. One time he came home from work drunk and ran into the house. Oh, <gasps> we had some experiences with him. Oh, and I think would. that's why, like, it made me slow down a lot. Like, not that I was a heavy drinker, but, like, it really made me reevaluate. Like, he was a functioning alcoholic. Because it was used to be wild. That, that day was insane. The fact that... Yeah. I couldn't even imagine... Running into the house, I'm, I wouldn't. Yeah, need, I would wild. just. I would just back up and drive. And away. it wasn't no like big drastic <laughs> thing, but it, it was me. like he cra- like he crashed into it, like crash crash, and the in into the like the side of the garage, like he just mm-hmm. was like, oh, yeah. like bro, how did this happen? Then he got out of the car, and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't be playing that drunk driving stuff. Mm, yeah, and it was from work. Like, why are you drinking at work? Like, what kind of environment are you in? Yeah. My mother went into full spiritual mode. Like, she was rebuking all demons. My father was cussing and yelling. Oh, it was yeah. Just, that's, I was about to say, that's that's bad. a better reproach than the alternative. Cause. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, like, they're complete opposites. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. moment of, like, anger, complete opposite. Yeah, that's how my parents are. My dad is just a nonchalant, like... Well, this is what you did. Don't do it again. My mom was like, "Now you did this. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it?" Yeah. That's another conversation for another day. <laughs> I don't know. I feel old now. Like when I go out yeah. and drink, like after an hour, I'm like, "Okay, where's my bed?" <laughs> after one night, like I really genuinely shout out to the people who can do it Man. every day, yeah, Friday like, through Sunday. Shout out to the thirty somethings who still be out here. Like, like I be no exhausted after one night of going out. I'm just like, all right, that's enough. Especially after drinking. After drinking the next day, I'd be like, I don't want to look at a bottle of liquor. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to smell it. Like I'd be done. Like some people, like when away. people drink like the entire homecoming week, I'm just like. Um, one day is enough for me. How would you even want to do that? And even how that, could you for me? How or like you? when people do like day drinking, so like a tailgate or something, like you're drinking all day and then you drink that night. I'm just like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'll be sleep. Listen, because yeah, no, at a certain be. point, once once you stop partying, so like I'm famous for sleep in the car, <laughs> like. <laughs> Once you finish partying and, like, I have time to die down, like, that's it. hmm Like, I'm not going back out or or even, what was that? Was that Tiger Fest? When we so-called yeah, was going to go out, we was lit all day, got, went, got food, got back to my house, and everybody was just like, yeah. I don't so, even remember how we got back. I'm trying to remember <laughs> Tiger Fest. Like, we where were like, we? We were all like, wait, y'all, y'all still trying to go out? Like, we this. we ended up doing karaoke, like, just singing at my house. When we have went to, we, we was at the Tiger Fest cookout, and we got lit, and then we came back to Brie House. I'm sorry, and was, I, was I there? 
Was I oh, in attendance? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I passed. I, I do not I remember, remember that. that. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you went. I don't know. I think maybe had. I did. I think you I went left. home. Because that boy threw you up went on home. her steps. I did. Yeah, you went home. Because... on my steps. Yeah. What happened? Somebody threw up on my Not like my steps in my house, but like. Going, coming yeah. up to the. I think apartment. I you went think home to get food, came, right? and then you were oh, supposed yeah, to come you, back. Yeah, I and I, yeah, I guess, and I never came back. <laughs> out. That's what I'm saying. We were supposed to go out yeah. that night, and we, we ended up playing heads like, up. Yeah. Right, we was playing heads up. We was teaching dances and stuff. <laughs> like it was just. In the house. It just takes so much energy to go out and drink. Yeah, and when I can do like, all the fun stuff I want to do in the house. In the I really house, like. Exactly. I, I love a game night. I love a come over, bring Say a bottle of wine. Yes. Let's eat dinner. Sweatpants. You know. Let's do some random stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'm that let's kind have of cute little conversation. Mm-hmm. Or let's have an adventure. Like it's no in between with me. Like the club don't phase me. Like I don't. Will never be one of those people who like is geek to go out and get a table mm. and shout out to my sister she did that every weekend in college mm-hmm. yeah she like, would come home from delaware state to go to club what? <laughs> DC. Mm-hmm. Whoa. yeah no i was never like i'm just that i want to say don't phase me but it's not something that like every weekend like people really be out here i also weekend. feel like it was a generational thing because like that was what was the thing back like for that generation our generation is just like okay game night brunch right. then, but uh-huh. there's a lot of people that still do it that yeah. be like Going paying three hundred dollars to get uh-huh. one one bottle of jack i also feel like <laughs> we're not gonna go to the liquor store and get right. that for 25 i feel like it's also That's important amazing. to just kind of know what your definition of fun is like for me the club like when i turned 18 i was like oh boom in the club if i can get in i'm in there but then i realized it wasn't like how they put it on tv mm-hmm. where everybody's dancing mm-hmm. pumping sweating and i was like i'm going home i think I'm that's what it is the, because... like if it was more lively and yeah. interactive yeah. and everybody no, wasn't just like let me be cute and be on social media yeah. real quick and then I'm be on my phone person. No, no it, I was ready to, you know, like freestyle. As dancers, like, like, that, that's it was a, like it mm-hmm. used to be. We like that scene in White Chicks, yeah, Save the Last Dance, yeah. all of that. I'm doing myself when I, like my, I am an introvert. So like when I go out, my social meter runs down very, very fast. <laughs> Give me an hour after an hour. Sorry, I don't, I, I want to go home. I, I think I'm more like, my anxiety spikes. That's so, true. Like, you touch me the wrong way, we fight. Especially if I'm drinking. Oh yeah. If I'm drinking, if I'm if I'm lit, I'm sorry. I can't have too many people around me because I get irritated. I think that's why I don't get drunk. Because my anxiety overrides my drunkenness <laughs> or like the alcohol in my system, and I'm so like aware because I, I don't like to be I around get irritated that many very people. Easily yeah. When I'm lit. And so I feel like my anxiety just be like, all right, buy alcohol. Like you need to pay attention to what's going on around you. See, people just don't know how to have fun. Like, everything always got to be, I don't want to even, like, competition or, like, just a floss or just mm-hmm. for Instagram. Like, I think I would enjoy the club more if people actually dance. Because it's like you go there and you stand up and then you listen to songs that are really loud and <laughs> sing along with them. Maybe record a video or two. But I could do that in my car. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally... I can do that in my room. And I got to get cute and wear heels. Like... Mm-mm. I don't know. And then it's also like, I don't like being around people when they get drunk. They just be like, oh my God, I'm so drunk. I'm yeah. so drunk. Oh drunk my gosh. Oh my God. Me. No. Sis, cut, it out. Yeah. cut it out. Cut it out. do the extraness. Cut it out. And I hate having to take care of, like, my friends, yeah, every once in a while, like, if you know, get out of control, you can't take, okay, I'll take, I got you. 
But don't do it every time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not finna babysit you every single time we go mm-hmm. out. I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for all of those out there, learn how to handle your liquor. <laughs> no, Please. like, when we went to, even when we went to Dubai, like, we, none of us, like, we yeah. had so much fun and we didn't go to not one club. No. Like, we weren't, like, it would have been, we were kind of, we thought about it, but it was nothing like, ooh, we have to mm-hmm. go to the club, like, or we're not going to have fun. Like, we had fun doing the most random stuff, like, yep. I prefer adventures mm-hmm. and trying new things Trips, over everything. Traveling, vacation. Listen, people be spending a try um a flight on a table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No thanks. Yeah. Whew. Any? What else y'all got to say? Any closing remarks? We gonna wrap it down memory lane. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Once you start, it's hard to. I know. Uh huh. Yeah, we gonna have to do another late night. Part two. Part two. Y'all woke me up a little bit, but I'm about to go right back to sleep. Okay. Episode seven is a wrap. Thanks for listening.